Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com. And remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Everybody and welcome back to the Two Norries podcast. I am your host James, and I'm joined by my good friend Timmy Long. Hi everyone. Ron is on the deck. Say hi, Ron. Hi, Ron. And Satanto Halapin is in the audience. I was in the studio with us. How was the farm? How was the fire? Yeah, great, bye. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming down. It's uh, lovely to meet you. Um, a lot of people will know you from you know your sporting history and your family history and everything. But we'll go back for the people that don't know you. Um, those one or two. Do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're from? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, obviously, dad's from Fermana, mum's from Fiji. Um, you know, they met, long story short, they ended up in Australia, had five kids, and then um, did I... They, did, they, did, did your dad live in Australia? Yeah, my dad immigrated to Australia in 19... It would have been six, 1967, I think. He went, he went to Australia on a, a £10 ticket. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, got off the plane and obviously carved a career for himself like many Australians many Irish people now that are out there you know like myself you know when I when I went out there so we have a big Australian audience actually for the podcast so hi to everybody in Australia all all the Irish that emigrated and stayed put yeah definitely you know also my my sister's out there in Melbourne right now and my brother's in Perth so yeah all the all the Irish that are out there you know a lot of them can resonate with this so um long story short um had five kids and then um my uh my dad his burning passion was to um rear rear his kids and um within the Irish, immerse himself in the Irish culture so yeah. you know packed his bags and in 1988 came came back to Ireland and you know yourself mm. Timmy James yeah, yeah. 1988 was uh, it was yeah. a bleak bleak time in um I, I, not only Irish history but like you know it was a recession like right. so everyone was going through it so you know Luckily enough, you know, um, we landed in Cork. My dad got a job, and then um, you know we were living there in Parklands. Oh, I know where. Well, and yeah. then um, so there was a family that was uh, on holidays, and they were away for the summer. So we were lucky enough to rent out a house there. But then uh, we ended up in uh, Kilmore Road up in Knocknahini. So yeah. we stayed there for a year or two. So and and then ended up later on in Blarney. So I guess being in Parklands, that's how we got to play for the famous Napierschig in the north side. Yeah, so, that's right. That's so, right. Yeah, and the Parklands right next to Napierschig. Uh, right next to Napierschig. So it was yeah. only stones throw away. So you know, and especially oh you know, the first time my dad told me he walked past the club. And it was a uh, Podrick Pierce, you know. Mm. So my dad's from Fermanagh. He's very patriotic. So you know that resonated with him. So 
Yeah, from then on, it was always uh, black and amber. That's brilliant. Is your father a big, big man? Um, no, Timmy. He's yeah. about ah, look, he's about six one, six two. But um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so there's no yeah. big, big man next to Sedante. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you got up off the chair there ten minutes ago, and I, yeah. <laughs> I, I better get, I better get a box anywhere, a step ladder, <laughs> taking a photograph yeah, yeah. after for this. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. since I'm home, like people forget like how tall I was. Like yeah. you know what I mean. So. You know, you don't get many six foot five guys playing corner forward now for Cork, like so. I was like, I was like growing up in the north side and being a different colour to the general population. Was that difficult for you? Um, I guess early on it was. You know, early on you uh, you get the you get the small comments here or there. Yeah. But uh, I guess it's the same as anywhere else. Like you know, mm. if you sometimes if you're different, you know, people might you know say something here or there. But and and the whole crux of things it was you know uh, you just got by you got yeah. by with things you know what I mean I remember remember back in the day basketball was big in Cork and uh, there was an interview with I can't remember his name but he was an African American guy that came to Cork and he was like a superstar and he said when he first arrived in Cork because like we're multicultural no but back in the 80s and the 90s we weren't really and he said that uh, he's one of the first time walking through Cork City he said even the dog gave him a second look so <laughs> he said that the dog didn't even see a black person before so like uh, it's different now because you know there's black people and people from Poland and the Ukraine and everything in our communities now yeah. but back in those days it wasn't like that no so were you were you always big for your age? Did you develop? Did you mature quickly? Uh, yeah, I, look, I, I was an average size until I got to about fourteen or fifteen, and I kind of shot up after that. But um, you know, uh, you know, I I kind of thought that you know, um, just being the average size, you know, and then shooting up. You know, I, I didn't really, you know, I didn't really think of it, to be honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You were just, you were just getting big while everybody else around you was getting yeah. small. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, do you know what yeah. happens for sports people? Some Sometimes they're big for their age, right? And, and then they get to the state. All right, so when you're a child, it's all about size. Yeah. And when, when if you're the biggest fan of the team, it's a lot easier. Right, but if you're bigger, you rely on your size, and then sometimes people plateau in their teens, and people catch up. And then you don't, you haven't developed the skill set because you're relying on your size. No, all of a sudden you're not the big guy anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, when I look at it, do you know, when you look at a, a tall player like, let's say, Peter Crouch, right? And, and you look at him and you're, pros- you're about the same height, the two of you. See you and you're so different, muscular, like your height matches your body size, yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, no, yes, he is. Oh, look. To me, like, uh, you know, when I first started playing with Cork, yeah. I was six foot five, six foot six, but I was 88 kilos. Mm, so yeah. I was a fuck thin string of misery, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, the emphasis on weights when we were playing, it, it was there, mm. but not at the capacity it is now. Yeah. You know, the guys I look at now are, you know, you look at the Cork, Cork senior hurling guys, you look at the Limerick guys, Tipperary mm. guys, they're a lot more developed than I was when I was at that age. Yeah. You know, it wasn't until I ended up going to Australia and started playing professional. And then I got, you know, I got hit by like gym, gym, gym sessions every day, you know, mm-hmm. to bulk up. And the importance of, um, you know, not only what doing weights does to you, uh, you know, um, look at like in, it, it prevents you from getting injuries mm. and all it was also it enhances your your game you know yeah. it may, in my eyes 
the more weights you do, the faster, the stronger, the fitter you get. You yeah. know, and and there's a different technique than to the to, to lifting weights as well. Where definitely, you, yeah. you know, it's, it's not all about the, all the mass kind of build. Oh, it just gives you explosive yeah. power about, as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It, you know, there's the, all different forms. You know, you do plyometrics. You know, you know, you do functional. Mm. A lot of the weights I did in Australia, like because Austra- Australian rules football, it's a dynamic sport. Mm-hmm. You got to be, not only do you got to be strong, fast, you got to be fit, you got to be, you know, you got to be, um, you got to be able to run for four quarters, yeah. you know, 30 mm-hmm. minutes a game. So one game of AFL is two GA games. So mm. 30 minutes a quarter? 30 minutes a quarter. So that's 120 yeah. minutes? 120 mm. minutes. That must be the longest field game on, on the planet, isn't it? Oh, I'd say it is. It must yeah. be, yeah. It must be, yeah. That's, definitely. You're right, there's two, nearly two GA matches, yeah. right? And um, you know... That sounds tough. They are very... The Austra- Australians, the, like, they're doing 16 kilometres a game, the midfielders, you know? Guys in my position are doing probably 12 to 14, oh. and that's kilometres. But uh, it's not only that, it's the metres meters per minute, you know? Yeah. You know, so... Oh, well, Right now, Timmy, James, like, uh-huh. there's GPSs on everyone's back. Yeah. So there's no room for hiding. Uh, you we, know? We, we'll come to that, all right? Yeah, I want to yeah, go yeah. back. Yeah, but, I was enjoying that. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, we'll come to that. But you, you've got one very famous sibling. But who, who are you? So Sean Og is your older brother. Yes. What's the age difference? Sean Og is six years or six, yeah, six years older. And um, what about your other siblings? Um, so I've got a brother, Dale. He's now working up in Apple at the moment. So he's... um. He's a five years older than me, mm. and then I've got Zaki, which is he's two years older than me. Yeah. And then I've got two sisters. One eighteen. She's in uh, Melbourne at the moment. And then I've got a sister, Sorry. She's a school teacher up in. Um, she's a, um, a vice principal up in uh, Gwell Clausthorpe and Vanish the where I went. Oh, which uh, you know we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, you know, she, they're, Did they're, she go out to the man herself? No, she went to Clausthorpe Fiershig. Okay. It's in Glenmire. It's an all 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 Irish school. So mm. you know, my father James, like talking, just going back a bit, like yeah. like when he emigrated, you know, one of his burning passions was for us to speak the Irish language. Yeah. So when we first came, I um, he put us all into uh, Gael skulls. So um, I ended up at um, Peg Sears. It's up. In, uh, th- thankfully enough, it was in um, the Piersheek up, yeah. up upstairs in the Piersheek. You know, they had the rooms up there and. Um, you know, I went to I went to Peg Sears and then I went to the AG. You know, obviously you went to the yeah. academic. So yeah. you know, I was thankful enough. I went to the AG and you know, for any Northsider, you know that um, you know wants to learn Irish and uh, you know, I believe it's one of the best schools. You know, yeah. to go to like you know, and a great and history to the school as well. Great history, yeah. and you know, we have great past pupils mm. that you know mm. understand what people are like in the north side and yeah. uh, how we grew up mm-hmm. you know tim so yeah. you know it was a great transition from there yeah. you know and i'd say they loved you and the man for the hearty cup oh yeah 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 <laughs> Look, I, thing, I, 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 nev- I never won it but you yeah. know sean Og won it in 94 yeah. and on the back of that you know it, it was like back then the hearty cup was the be all and end all yeah you know yourself everyone that you know if you played hearty for your for your school it's where you know cork car coaches or would they go to games and look at you know yeah. um i don't it's because i've been away i've been away for a while see i i don't know how 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 that is now whether yeah. they you know it's the minor they yeah. look at or but for me growing up the hearty couples uh you know everyone and it was the pinnacle for a lot of you know young kids in the north side and you yeah. know it's where i got a real first taste of like you know um all north side clubs 
play, playing, you know, culminating together and then playing for playing for your school, like you yeah, know. Yeah, because really, like you could have people from the pair of Sheiks, Saint Nick's, the Vincent's, Vincent's, all under one team. The Glen, you know what I mean. So, mm. uh, Mayfield, Brian yeah. Dillon's, yeah. You, know, you had all types of Northsiders coming together, you know, yeah. and it, it was great. It was great. It was like a boiling pot for us all. Yeah. You know, you know, you'd be in school and you know you'd be putting on the you put on the mon jersey and you mm. you you you're playing and you you're, you're playing for for the mon and you know you go out the following week and you could be playing against a guy from the glen that you you play with in school and you're cutting the head off each other you know <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know yeah. what is when you got picked up by the cox yeah yeah oh so i i was thankfully enough i paid um uh under 14s so that was the first taste i had i think it was called tony forrestal back then i'm not too sure i think it was the tony forrestal under 14 so uh we got bait by wexford it was in waterford at the time so that was my real first taste of like cork cork hurling mm -hmm. and um you know we played under 16 and then i was lucky enough i played a uh, minor i got pulled onto the minor team and i had two years of minor but um you know obviously i was lucky enough like not everyone had a brother like I did, you know what yeah. I mean? Was it difficult for you to follow in his footsteps because he'd be so um, successful? Uh, yeah. Or, I, or did you just take it in your stride? Yeah, James, I didn't see it like that. Mm. I, I kind of, for me, it was about, you know, I wanted to be like Sean Og. Yeah, everybody wanted to be like Sean Og. Sean Og, to me, yeah. is my idol, my role yeah, model. Yeah. I know he's my brother, like, but... But well, he was he he was was all all of us, like, we all <coughs> remember was. watching him. Exactly. Like, and he had some heart in that game. Like, he, yeah, but yeah. you know, he, oh, he had the skill and the heart, but he also is a gentleman. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah. he, if you've seen him on the street, he'd salute you. Yeah. One of those fellas as and well. And still, know? still to this day, uh, up in the I went, like, my wife went... My wife's from Hawaii, so um, w w the last time we came was before the pandemic, and um, fuck it, she loves pe pennies. Oh, <laughs> 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 she should have been Irish. Oh, stop. <laughs> so every Irish every, woman. every year, mate, she's straight into pennies. Like so, Sean yeah. came with us, and we went into pennies. Like, and you just see it, like you know, everyone stops and you know says, "Ah, oh, Sean Oak, you know, thanks for all the service you give to Cock Hurling, you know, football, and he's yeah, you know, and he's." no worries man you know i'm delighted you know you got you know you at, at, at least like you, you you got to have a smile on your face you know what i mean and, yeah, and that, that's that's the joy he brought like you know yeah. what i mean so it was good to see that you know even though he's gone from the game for so many years that Very people you know people around cork appreciate it yeah and um you know it kind of it, it makes me see it may, I, I look back and i like yeah fuck it you know what i mean if you're putting you know smiles on people's faces yeah. uh when you're able to play the game you know what i mean it's yeah. that's the joy about ga i think that, that i think remember him and uh the rock remember it's magic coming up against them and ah, um, sure. do you ever play against Dormund? Brian um, yeah yeah so i played so uh, we played in 2004 in the county final yeah. against uh, tough man I played uh, soccer against him oh you played soccer yeah. was, who did he was play with we played Valentoris was that Valentoris yeah we played um, we Don't were, water, we guess. were North, North North and uh, I remember he went up for a header I won't say the guy's name though because uh, but he went up for a header with a guy one day and your man came down off the air like asleep yeah <laughs> literally like it was, yeah. he, he was such a powerful man yeah. he, he like he had really really oh. massive legs and i used to love right i love watching them boys yeah. playing hurling because they had what i had yeah. they gave 
absolutely everything yeah, that they had. What else that, that team had then? Jordan, the O'Connor yeah, brothers, yeah, like yeah. the skill and the technique, yeah. it had everything, didn't it? James, they had all the talent there. Yeah. And uh, not only did they have the talent, they had the work rate, they had the ethic, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, they had the passion, everything, you know, everyone, uh, they all, they all bought into a common goal. What you was know? it like coming into that setup as a young hauler? Ah, look, I was only raring to go. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, you know, I grew up idolizing Alan Brown, yeah. you know, um, Joe Dean. John Gard, no? John, oh, there's so many John Gard, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Um, Ronan Curran, yeah. Niall McCarthy, Timmy Mack. Mm, uh, yeah. The list goes on. Like, Unreal, you know, these yeah. are kids now. I mean, these are players mm. when I was a kid. But I, 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 I used bite at the chump to yeah. watch him play yeah, you know yeah, and when yeah. the, when Sean Og when Sean Og was training I used you know I used to get every opportunity I used to get I used to go and watch training you know because mm. at the end of the day I wanted to be like them you yeah, know what I mean yeah, and um, yeah. that was the, the for me it was like that was a natural progression you know yeah. what age were when you got uh, what, what year did you get 2003 2003 I got an opportunity and you burst yeah. onto the scene and you, you yeah. held your own too I did I did. Um, I, I look. You know, I had a lot of, a lot of, had a lot of support, a lot of help. You know, um, when you're a young kid breaking on, you do need a lot of help. Mm. You know, I know myself from younger guys when mm. I played AFL. You know, the nerves or whatnot. You know, yeah. the the raw occasion might get to you. Yeah. But if you have, you know, players around you that are composed and Cork back then, like you know, they played in Munster finals, they played in our Ireland finals. Mm. So and um, you know, sleeping in the dress, sleeping in. Uh, you know, Burlington or you sleep in a, in a hotel and, you know, you would just get coached by them and mm. they, they would make it so relaxing that, you know, I remember uh, Jordine, um before I played, he basically told me that whatever, the, whatever you do in this game, who doesn't really matter, you know, you know, there's no pressure on you at all. Yeah. It's the pressure's on us to perform. You know, we got to show you the way. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh fuck, nice one." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, There's yeah. a nice thing to say to you know a young player. You know, but that's any. Yeah. That's and you went out. You had a star, huh? I was, <laughs> you played in all <laughs> You played in all <laughs> you know, the final. You as long as you contribute, and... that's all yeah. that matters. You Could, know what I mean? Do you know, you were young at this stage, right? In school or whatever. What is, yeah. 18, 19. Yeah. I was yeah. ni- nineteen, going on twenty when I started yeah. playing with Cork. Yeah. Just before that, <laughs> just just go back. Yeah, yeah. Before that, you started playing with Cork from the young age of fourteen, like. Those are the, the teenage years, yeah. You know, like did did uh, the hurling and football help you not to get kind of go down the wrong road or anything oh, like that? Hundred percent, hundred percent. You guys know yourself, yeah. In the cock, in the north yeah. side, yeah. You know, you can, uh, you know, having so much testosterone as males, yeah. <laughs> you can, you know, you do, you can get, you know, you can go down a different path. Yeah. You know, I know myself offhand. Few of my friends have gone down that path, and mm. it. it it doesn't end up well, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but if the young person can stay involved in the sport at all, they'll, they'll, they, they might go through a rocky mm-hmm. patch, but yeah. they, and they're the, always um, dragged back. Yeah, and, yeah. Exactly. and we all, we spoke about this with Philly McMahon and with Thomas Gould about the GA, you know, looking after the young people because when you yep. play soccer on the north side, yep. you could play with Grattan, you could play with Castleview, Temple United, Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Fucking any team, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you join a GA club, you're with that GA club for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yes, you build you relationships really, yeah. there. They look yeah. after you, and if if the young people stay involved in that, they they generally yeah. kind of have you know they, they do okay out of it, you know. Definitely. And they get jobs out of it, and they get mentored out of it, you know. Yeah. You know what I tell kids these days is like they don't understand. I'm 40 years old now. Next year, so 
when I talk to kids, I tell them like that the life lessons you you pick up in a GA club, you transition them into life, into mm. work. Right. If you can communicate with a coach and you can take constructive criticism, mm. and you know, I know some guys, you know, in the north side, they get hot tempered, you know what yeah. I mean? And I was one of them. <laughs> and if you have yeah. a coach that gives you a bollocking, yeah. you know, you got to understand to segregate that. Because yeah. at the end of the day, what are you there? What's everyone's common goal? Mm. To fucking win a game. Yeah. And everyone gives up their time for free, mm. right? So if you can differentiate, like, this guy is here to help me. He's given up time away from his family. Yeah. He's coming up time. He could be with his daughter. He could be with his son. Mm. He could be any anywhere else. But no, he's given time for you to get better. So you take them life lessons, right? You you get you you can accept it, right? Criticism. And then you can get on with your teammates. If you go to any workforce, mm. first thing they say, can you can you accept orders? Yeah. Mm. If I tell you I'm an electrician, I tell you to go wire wire this panel up, and you go, no, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you an employable person? You're you not good I mean? to anybody. Oh, you're good to oh. nobody. Yeah. Or you know, you got does Jimmy here? He's uh, you got to work with him for the day. Oh, I don't want to work with him. You yeah. know what I mean? So everything was relative in sport. Yeah. So you go on, you get on with your you get on with your teammates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good point. You, you have a burst mm, up. Probably good yeah. point. Why yeah. not? You have a burst up. All good. But at the end of the day. You shake hands, yeah. hug each other, mm. and you're just there for a common goal. I and know, you know. transfer, little do you know, as you get older, all these small things add up, right? And then when you go into a workforce, you're already doing that stuff. Yeah. You're already doing it. Team player, Team lead, player leadership, temperament. 10% leadership. You become, no, at 14, you become a captain. Yeah. You're delegating mm. people how to work out yeah. all this. And yeah. then when you go into a workforce, it goes, oh, geez, this guy's a natural leader. But yeah. you know what? He got it. He got it playing with Vincent's. He got it playing yeah. with the Glenn. He got yeah. it playing with the Pearson. He got it playing with Brian Dillon's. Yeah. He got it playing with Mayfield. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's where you and, pick it up. And, yeah. and you'd notice that too uh, about a lot of the GA teams. Some of the good, some <clears throat> some of the lads like, they have really, really prestigious jobs because it's noticed by companies that these lads are actual genuine leaders mm. and, and they can bring that into their oh, company yeah. and yeah. make the company. But even like resilience as well. Yeah, like, 100%. You know, yeah. Like in sport, there's more disappointments than victories. Like if you win a trophy every couple of years, there's a lot of matches or times you're not winning trophies, you know? Yeah. But it's just dust yourself off, injuries, coming yeah. back, suspensions, disappointments, and keep plugging away, keep plugging yeah. away. That's a great quality to have. Mm. James, why do people play GA. Why do people play GA in my eyes? It's because you grew up with the same guy since you're five years old, right? And you have a team around you that have grown up together and you're playing with the same club all your life. And the passion, the joy that brings, you know, people don't get paid now. You know mm, what I mean? I so the fact that you grew up with the same guy and you're trying to win at a county, you know, it speaks volumes like, yeah. you know. And the pride and in your parish yeah, as well. The pride in it? your parish, mm -hmm. the pride in your club. Yeah. You know, I remember when I, you know, when we went to the county with the piercing and we went up to the club, like fucking people crying, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, it's passion, lads. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, look at the Glen. They hadn't won anything in 20, 20, on, 20 odd years now. Yeah. And they've gone on and won like three or four counties. Like, but, you yeah. know, I, I, I played with guys that, did play with the Glen and they weren't with successful teams now. Mm. And I can only imagine when I was in Australia and, you know, I, I'd always look at the games and look at the results. Mm. And I, I, I looked at the Glen and the guys that were my age that were coming to the end of their career and they had won counties. Yeah. 
that to them is going to be, you know, they, they, they'll they take that to the grave mm-hmm. winning yeah. the county for the Glen. You know what I mean? But you yeah. hear, like, I think it was Joe Canning said, or somebody of a high profile, anyway, they said that um, there's a there's fellas involved with, say, Kilkenny, for example. They won so many all Orleans in the last 15, 20 years. But um, they'd, they'd give up a few of them for one county. Or for one really? with their club, oh, because yeah. the club is means a little bit that little bit more. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's that harder yeah. thing to win, you know, like yeah. to win an all Ireland with your club. Like if you're like if you're winning with Kilkenny, they're winning five over seven years, you know. Yeah. But to win it with your club is that little bit more special. Uh, special, mm-hmm. like when I I know, you know, when I was in Australia and I got the opportunity to come back and play. You know, we we beat Klein in two thousand and four. Um, it was my last game. Looking back, that was my last game of hurling. And to go out on a high like that, you know, especially playing with Zaki and Sean Og, because, you know, I never ended up playing with Sean Og ever again. You yeah. know, I played with Zaki in Australia when, you know, when he came back. Yeah. And that was a great experience for itself. But to win something for my club, especially, you know, after I left, mm. um, you know, obviously ha- hadn't won anything. And to give back to the club mm. is something that I look back and cherish for the rest of my life now. We've a sign, man, on the wall to your right. Oh. oh, Christy. Oh, Christy Ring. Yeah, 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 nice, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, we actually, we were ah, up with a friend one night, the two of us, and he's, he had a load of these pictures inside in his office. And he says, uh, lads, they're there if you want to take them away. And I looked and I said, it's Christy Moore. I said, that's actually a beautiful drawing. So we brought it down here and we hang it. Christy Ring. Christy, Christy I know, Christy Ring. <laughs> Christy, Christy Moore, he said. <laughs> Don't ask me no more that came from. Don't ask me no more that. We were talking about Christy Moore. That's Christy Moore playing. He actually looked the same. I look Christy Ring like, is he a Clyde man or is he a Glen man? A Glen man. Originally from Clyde. Originally from Clyde, yeah, but look, you know, that guy is gonna go. Legend of all legends. He's like, a legend of all legends. He's yeah. won how many eight All Irelands? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, but it's the mystique and the yeah. the, the, the legend it's, around him as well. And, like, and it's know? just the, the, the raw natural talent. Yeah, Do you know the natural talent. You see the documentary RT did on him. Yes, he yeah. was tough old as well. Like he mm. fucking, you know, he was there was a bit of nastiness in him too. Like, yeah. but you don't get to that level of having that. Yeah. No, you have but to be tough. Two thousand and three. Yeah, you're after breaking into the scene. You've Unlucky to lose in an all Ireland final, you're an all star hurler, and then you leave to go to Australia. Yeah. What was that like for you? Oh, look, for any man, you know, growing up, or for me personally, my, um, I knew GA, all I wanted to do was play hurling football for Cork. And, you know, everything, all my training or everything was a combination of just playing with Cork, playing with Sean Og winning on Ireland but also in the back of my mind I knew that GA isn't a professional sport mm. you know as you guys know mm. you look you turn on the TV and you look at the premiership mm. you know you look at John O'Shea Waterford man you look at Roy Keane yeah. Dennis Irwin you know right, yeah. these are guys that you know especially Roy Keane from Mayfield yeah. mm. professional athlete mm. professional player like uh, back then I only dreamed of it I only dreamed of that yeah. You know, look at Dennis Irwin, same thing, you know, yeah. dreaming of becoming like, you know, especially from the north side. Yeah. You know, um, I don't I don't think you get many opportunities like that. They, mm. they don't come around, the light, you know, they don't yeah. come around that often. Yeah. So when I got the opportunity, I was like, holy shit, I get an opportunity to become a professional athlete. I get a taste of it. I can go out to Australia. I can try it. 
and if it doesn't succeed, I can come home. Mm. How does that work, Satanta? How does it how does it work? Oh, Do they sir, send scouts over to Ireland oh, yeah, res- regularly or what? Regularly now. You know, you see now with the influx of the women's. I don't know mm. if you guys have been um you know, I, I, it's not well documented, I'd say, but Aust- Australian rules, um, the women's side of it is becoming as professional as the men. Really? In the next five years, I'd say it'll be full-on professional. Right now, it's semi-professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have about four, 10 to 14 GA women out there now, and uh, it's only going to grow. Yeah. So, But there's a lot of, um, down through the years, there's, around that time, there's been a lot of GA fellas went over, didn't work out and came back. Exactly. Yeah. W- worked out for you. And you have a lot of appearances <clears throat> over there. Can you talk to me about the different in standards in terms of like uh training, uh, yeah. attention to detail and the overall professionalism of it? Mm. Yeah. Um yeah, definitely. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. There's a, they're worlds apart, really. You know, um, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Yeah. You know, professional sport is professional. You know, the difference is you get up in the morning, you got to go to training. You get to training about six to seven and you're there to like four or five o'clock. Solely working towards one game, one, one goal, trying to play every weekend, trying to, trying to benefit or improve your body mentally, physically, you know, to play at the highest level. Mm. GA athletes, all, you know, they've come on in leaps and bounds, no question of a doubt. And, you know, will it ever be professional? I don't know. Mm. I'd love to see a professional, but look, I don't know mm. whether um, whether it will or not. But the amount of effort and work they do is like, ah, it's unparalleled to what I, I used to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Them guys, they are doing so much. But the difference is they got to get up and go to work. Yeah. You know, they, they do longer hours, obviously, because you got to work nine to five and then mm. after work, you go to training and then you yeah. might do weights. Whereas in, Australian rules athlete is straight dedicate your life to training you just dedicate 10 months of the year 
and you're training and playing. And um, is that the know, length of the season? It is, yeah. The long Ten season, months, isn't it? Very long season. Yeah. yeah, you have yeah. the preseason. Um, they're trying to shorten the preseason now because obviously with just the demands of the game now, you play 22 games in a year. So one, so yeah, you play one one game a week for 22 rounds, and then you, if you're lucky enough, then you make finals, then you make the grand final. Mm. So, how how um, the, is it is it? Could you go through a whole season without getting injured in Australian rules? Because yeah. it's such a tough sport. It is, Tim. Like you know, um, you gotta be very lucky. Yeah, very lucky. Be, you gotta be very lucky. Think a lot of things gotta go your way. You know, um, I've played three years out of my fourteen that I've haven't been injured. Mm. I've been thankful enough. I've had injuries, but you've kind of um, get through till the end of the year. You know what I mean? Mm. <clears throat> and then you get a looked after. But you know, uh, out of my fourteen years, yes, I have had ups and downs, and mm. but. You know, if you're lucky enough, you know, you can get through games. But if you, that's where, you know, you got to really look after your body. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're doing weights, you know, you're basically, what you're doing is trying to keep yourself on the park, you know, yeah. Yeah. and by improving your physical well-being, you yeah. know. Did you transform your physique? Oh, I did, there? yeah. That's So when I played with Cork, I was 88 kg. Mm. So when I ended up at Carlton, uh, within three years, I was 107 and muscle. muscle well I'd like to say muscle just muscle. Yeah. <laughs> muscle, yeah. muscle muscle like, because I just wasn't competing uh, when I, you know, I, the game has evolved now like GA yeah. you know obviously the, the game it changes mm. but when I played it was all physical it was physical game big men big yeah. men now you know so um, but you know this um, I spoke to you before we started yeah. a few years ago when we did international rules you know there was a few situations there where the Australian fellas they just bullied the Irish lads like, yeah. and they just looked they bigger shoulders bigger yeah. pecs yeah. bigger backs the Irish fellas <laughs> but you know what it actually looked like they weren't even putting in much effort yeah. because they were just so much like you yeah. could see that they're professional yeah. you could see that they're training and I think there was a bit of an ego there as well like I'm a professional athlete there's yeah. no way a part-time or, or a amateur is going to beat me yeah. and I'm just going to you know just impose my strength and physicality yeah. you know and it got very rough and it even got cancelled for a couple of years yeah, afterwards yeah, yeah, yeah. but look oh, what I'd say to you James and Tim like you know forget about the international rules mm. yeah just for a second park that aside right just do yourself a favour and on a Friday night or a Saturday just get online and watch an AFL game mm. you know um, what they did in the international rules that's normal you know mm, yeah they're doing that stuff that's powerful of course in Australia like that's part and parcel of the game it's a tough game there's tackling involved now like you know what I mean yeah um, they do it week in week out so it's naturally they do it here you know and mm. the GA they don't, kind of, we, don't we don't we don't kind of play like that you know mm, what I mean yeah. is it it has there been people getting injured really really badly as well has there been like because um, it's such a it's, it's actually remind you of no, a sport nearly just as tough as rugby if not yeah you know, more physical but uh, just stronger kind of more athletic men yeah do yeah. nah, not do you get the normal injuries tim like you yeah. know you get the you know you do your cruciate yeah it's, you like, do it's, your a, be it's a beautiful summer's day here in cock at the moment you yeah. know we're on the shots you've got a big scar on the inside yeah, of your, yeah. inside your knee so I did my cruciate, like no, no one, like same in the GA, like, you yeah. know, you might turn the wrong way, you mm. might fall 
And a lot of the injuries come from that. You know, you, you might fall after you catch a ball and you might pop your shoulder, yeah. you know, but there's no real malicious injuries. No. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. there's no one out there to cut someone's head off. You know, what yeah. if that's what you're thinking? Like, yeah, it's yeah. just, well, you know. Yeah, yeah. You be thinking of the NFL over, yeah. like, and there's so much... There's so much talk about um, the injuries, the head injuries because of uh, of the, yeah, the yeah. tackles. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, no. from my from the, the the few times I did watch the the Australian yeah, rules, yeah. like they were so tough. Yeah. It, just, it reminded no, me of the something dissimilar with without helmets. Nah, the rules are put in place where there like the contact, it's not to the head. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So they do protect the head big time. Yeah. You know, and if you do contact the head you're, you're you you know you do get sent to the tribunal mm, and okay. you get sent there and you, you get you get the right according you know you get the right suspension like mm. what was your role in the team yeah like so I, I was lucky enough you know when i first got there i i, I started playing um in the back line which I, I was unfamiliar with when i played ga but to learn australian rules they say you got to caravan someone which is if i'm a defender i got to follow the forward around and then you pick up the patterns of the game yeah yeah and that's how i did it so they put me they put me full back center half back and i would follow and um you know you try if the ball's kicked in the air you try punch it away or spoil it away you know or tackle but and then you start to learn the game and then when you start learning the game you know you can um uh, what's the word you can um interactive interactive or mm -hmm. you be more flamboyant or mm -hmm. you can you know you, you 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 begin to like um run off and be more creative that's yeah. the word so yeah. and um as i got more creative and the more i understand the game understood the game sorry um i played in different positions and then later on in my career i ended up in the forward line which you know as you know, I love scoring goals. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was a natural. <laughs> like, <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't? I know. Like, yeah. It's so, the glory of yeah, scoring the, the glory, ball. Yeah. The glory of, you know, when you score, you score goals in front of 80,000 people now. Is that how big the crowds are? Oh, the crowds are huge. Oh, uh, Australian yeah. Rules is number, the number one sport in Australia. And we all big star. Oh, no. Ah, I wouldn't say I was a big star. Um, yeah. I fulfilled the role, all right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But um, well, uh, there's, you know, these, there's guys that are, you know, really 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 famous you know yeah and they're you know obviously they've played their whole life and you yeah. know they, 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 i wasn't one of them now you know what i mean i don't want particular details i want this right mm -hmm. but can you earn a good living playing that for irish fellas that's going over oh definitely you can mm -hmm. yeah yeah you can um that's great um look uh, if you Would I be too old and far? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Prison rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's definitely lucrative. Yeah. yeah. We can. had um, we had um, a couple of G, a couple of sports stars on this podcast in the past, and when they were sports stars and successful and it was great and they had the profile and the success and all this yeah. training and then the career came to an end and then it was like what do i do now and that's then where the the, the problems developed how did you what was life like for you when you finished your career was yeah thankfully enough you know um growing up in ireland you know everyone has to work mm. <laughs> you know what i mean so when you play ga you know your, my dad, he had to get up, go to work. You know, kids that I was growing up with playing, they have to get up and go to work. Guys in the senior team, you know, they just, you know, we were just going to school. 
you know and then you you know in the back of your mind you 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 realize like you know as you get older and you start playing with the senior guys you know you do three training three three four nights a week in the parish again and you know the guys are some are sales reps some are plumbers some mm -hmm. electricians so i kind of knew at the end of football that like, you're gonna have to work <laughs> you know and thankfully enough I, for me that was the kind of progression you know what i mean yeah whereas i can see where you know some guys you know, you see it in the English or you see it on Netflix, you know, you see players yeah, that yeah. when when their career comes to a halt that they, you know, they go into deep depression yeah, and all that, yeah. you know, and it, it does happen in sport. Yeah. But um, thankfully enough for me, um, I guess whether it was my upbringing coming or growing up in college. just had that work ethic, like. I had the, yeah, had the natural work but you, ethic. You seem to me like somebody has to be probably working physically and moving yeah. about and get, being working outside definitely you know definitely. because uh, I'd, uh, like a lot of us me included yeah. uh, we need to be using our hands because if I was sitting in an office like I'd be fiddling with everything I'd be playing 100 you know? yeah, definitely yeah. yeah so when I first started like when I was a young kid I I, I remember my first job was at the Blarney filling station you know what I mean washing yeah. cars putting mm -hmm. in petrol and then you know I worked with uh, my brother-in-law Donald McSweeney he had a plumbing company mm -hmm. so I, I, I started working with him in the summers mm -hmm. so I was always you know doing yeah. labor some work so yeah. it was kind of natural progression mm -hmm. that I, you know right now i'm doing two of two years to finish an electrical trade so Fair yeah so Fair got back and you know getting your hands dirty i guess mm -hmm. um it's know, great because it's never late it's never no, too late to do it i'll tell you something else though like electricians can basically ask for what they want in this yeah. country. Well, that's what I'm hearing now. Straight up. He'll <laughs> like, be back in two years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Name and his price. On, Don't tell me that to me. Yeah. <laughs> they're on really, really good yeah. money. Yeah. yeah. Really, all trades are on really good money at yeah. the moment. Oh, yeah. It's probably one of the best paid uh, yeah. jobs in Ireland at the moment is tradesmen because there's such a demand. Yeah, I heard, yeah, Timmy, I don't know, you were talking yeah. to me, but uh, since I've back there, yeah. a lot of people are saying that they're very finding it very hard to get tradesmen. Unbelievably, yeah. And when, when I was growing up, like, everyone was a tradesman. And, you know, the boom, the Celtic Tiger, That's right, everyone yeah. was there. And then obviously, you know, the recession kicked in and, you know. Uh, the like factory jobs became very, uh, yeah. do you know, uh, <coughs> what, what's the right word? Well, attractive yeah. attractive you yeah. know exactly let's yeah. get off the coal building sites yeah, into exactly. a lovely yeah, we get our lot of, health yeah. insurance a lot of stuff. fellas was born yeah. from the last recession yeah. and it's more it's more stable to go into Pfizer's and apple yeah. and johnson yeah. and johnson now yeah you know because when the recession hits the construction is the first industry to go you know 100 james but, yeah. do you know when you're an athlete especially when you're a professional athlete you have your health checks you have your dietitians and you have your training what was it like when you when you finished your career? Yeah, did, like with your health and yeah. your nutrition and stuff like that. James, a great point. You know, um, when I, when you're a professional athlete, everything is there for you. You know, you get fed at the club. You know, sometimes you can even sleep at the club. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you when you when you, when you get injured or you you get a dead leg or anything, you know the facilities are there. You get the ice. You know, we've got um, underwater treadmills where you walk in. It's amazing. Mm. Not only the, comes with that, you get the best of facilities. You get the gym, you get the tracks, running tracks. You know what I mean? You get the nutritionists, you get the psychologists, you get the dietitians. Um, what else? You know, physios, myotherapists, you mm. name it. You get everything. Not only that, you get a doctor. Mm. You get medical screening twice a year. Mm. So anything that pops up, you're aware of, you know? And, um, you know, for me, a bit about my background is when I finished playing, you know, <clears throat> I kind of 
it was a culmination of all the years I had been, you know, dedicated to the sport. I kind of felt, fuck it. I'll mm-hmm. have it. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll splurge. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I can I can Timmy. I can go out on the weekend mm-hmm. and I can have a few drinks mm-hmm. and then I eat can what you want. Eat what I want. You know I love fish and chips. Like you know what I mean? So <laughs> I can get in there, man. have my fish and chips. <laughs> you know, but I kind of let that go every week. You know, it ended up being once a month, then twice a month. Then you have your Chinese. Then you have your. Indian <laughs> and then all, you you finally know it then you're drinking every weekend yeah. you know what I mean I guess like um work becomes you know might be stressful you're in a you know you're in a different environment you're not used to it yeah a bit of stress there have yeah. a few beers to relax you know what I mean like any yeah, Irish man would do because you don't have the sport for the release no you have no. the crack no you have the crack you know so it was a combination of all that that I started to I started to get symptoms like, you know, and then um, long story short, hadn't gone to the doctor for four or five years because I, you know, I just thought I didn't ever thought of it. Yeah. I thought like, Jesus, invincible, like, you know, your body. Um, but slowly do you realize you're doing a lot of harm to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. um, started getting cuts in my arm at work and they weren't healing. And then I was like, oh, holy shit, you know? And then I, I started getting sore feet. Then long story short, found out that I had type two diabetes. Really? Yeah. So, um, you know, coming from being healthy, playing sport my whole life, um, just neglecting my, myself and then coming, coming to a stage where you get type two diabetes mm-hmm. and then the realization of that. Um, so now, you know, <clears throat> thankfully enough, <clears throat> A good friend of mine, he's got, uh, I started, uh, I'm now working with, uh, he works for Medell Health, Thomas Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to college together in um, IT and, um, you know, we got four clinics all over Ireland. And I've just started a, a, a awareness campaign mm-hmm. for a type for diabetes, type yeah, one, yeah. type two. And, um, you know, we're going to roll that out for the month, for this month and the upcoming months coming up. And um, it's just an awareness for for people not only playing GA, playing sports, soccer, whatever mm-hmm. in Ireland, mm-hmm. but anyone at work, you know, just to get yourself checked out once a, once a year, at mm-hmm. the start of the year and also, you know, at the end of the year, you know, but at least if you go once, uh, you know, the perception of um, people in Ireland is like that, you know. It'll be grand. It'll be grand or, yeah. you know, they don't want to go to the doctors. Yeah. But, if you can identify something early, no matter what disease it is, mm. it could, you know, it could, you know, it, it prolongs your life really. Yeah. And it's not you know, a harmless <clears throat> disease. If that goes untended, yeah. you can end up blindness, even death. Limbs, so one, toes, uh, fingers. So James, when I got diagnosed, they brought me in 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 Hawaii because that's where I'm living, and I went into um, <clears throat> I went into a clinic because they give you the um. Uh, they got to give you a talk like you know what i mean um of the repercussions of now being a diabetic mm. and what i can do and i sat down with there was a group of 10 of us and there was two guys one guy had didn't have a leg and one guy didn't have an arm like and that was the effects of just neglecting now you know mm-hmm. really neglecting that's scary, what yeah. the doc off oh, oh man yeah that turned my life around you know what i mean yeah <clears throat> and it's not until you get a scare like that, you know, that you kind of think, shit, I got to do something about my health. How do you manage it now? I, from now, I manage it with a healthy diet, you know, 
whether I do, I still drink, but everything is in moderation. Yeah. Um, you know, I do, I do my blood testing. Did you have to eliminate any specific foods? Oh, definitely. Yeah. All the sugar, all my sugar content, you know what I mean? Um, I used to be a high car. I, I, all my, all my meals were high carbs, I guess, cause I sort of thought that the more carbs you eat, it fill you up, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. you don't really need as much carbs as you think you need. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And everything Tim yeah. has done in moderation. Yeah. In life, if you can do things in moderation, mm. amazing, you know? And you know what? No no better time for a campaign like yeah. that to come out because uh, we're so addicted to sugar. Yeah, exactly. In, in this country. And, you know, um, not just looking after after our nutrition and, and what we're putting into our bodies. And, and I'm saying this now because my own self, me and James have recently trying to eat healthy and, yeah, and to mind yeah. ourselves a little bit more. Back lifting weights, you might have noticed. The biceps, yeah. they are this, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we're back, we're, we're trying to eat healthier so, yeah. and lift the weights exactly, and get yeah. back into it, you know? And it's mm. definitely like with, with us in Medell Health, with Medell Healthcare, it's all about preventative health. Yeah. Medell. Medell. Yeah. And where are they based? They're based, so we've got four, 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 we got four offices. Okay. We've got Letterkenny, Dublin, Athlone, mm. and here in Cork. And, there, so, and there's clinics as well. There are clinics, yeah. You walk into them, you get you get a test done. There's a 20% discount. Mm. You put in hashtag Satanta, mm. and you go in there, and you get, you, you get to see your AC1 mm. levels, and you get to see your sugar levels, your yeah. glucose. But, you know, we do all types you know occupational health we do screenings yeah, yeah, yeah. so we do F- all full screenings full screenings full screens full health body screenings yeah. have you got a, a place in cork yeah we do yeah 74 south mel oh yeah yeah so Medell health Medell health people walk in I'm there and check you can, that out. yeah you yeah. can get your bloods you know and um so it's just for me uh, um what i've learned over my time in football now yeah. and if i you know if there's an area people have told me like um why don't you get back into training or training teams and mm-hmm. all that um yes it's good time consuming but when this opportunity especially with my health and where do where it's gone yeah um i can touch more than just ga players you know, soccer players yeah. i can touch normal normal punters in ireland normal yeah. joe soaps like us yeah. trying to make a living going out there and um, if they just look after their health, just yeah. get checked out once mm. a, once mm. a year. That's all it takes. Yeah. You know, if if you were to save yourself, you know, if you got something and you didn't know, and some time along, you yeah. know, along the way, uh, you had a you look back and you said, oh, I had an opportunity to spend a mm. hundred yeah. euros on just to look at my health. Yeah. Would you have done it? Yeah, of Definitely. course, of course, yeah, you would have done it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, I've been meaning to do it. I you have know? actually been meaning <laughs> straight up. Oh, for coming with us yeah, for a month, for yeah. a month, if not twelve months, I've meaning yeah. to go in and get a full screen on bloods, yeah. see what foods um, I yeah. may because sometimes there you eat a certain food, next all of a sudden you're you've lower wind. Yeah, you know, uh, and you might have same. allergies you don't even know about. Exactly. So we, yeah, we do, James. We do allergy tests. We do all tests. Yeah. We do um, digestive. Uh, you could be allergic to something that you don't know of. Mm. And it could be like, you know, it could be giving you a sore stomach, it could be yeah. anything. Grains. Is Grains, yeah. Tomorrow. Wheat, you know, and um, that's good. No, no. So if you, you go in and get checked, you know, we give you that. And then not only that, when we when you do get your results, we'll refer you to the right person. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's doctors yeah. there and they'll refer you to the right doctors, the right the, the right mm. professionals mm. and uh, you know and that's that's what that's the beauty and that's mm. what i'm driving now and you know are you driving if, are you going are you driving from ireland or are you driving yeah. from, so are you coming home to stay? Uh, well that's my dream my dream yeah. is to come back um <clears throat> i'd love to 
Like, you yeah. know, <laughs> I might have the good, uh, the right electrician to yeah. join as well. <laughs> Look, I'd like to have a life of Bono. You know Bono? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. lives six months in Ireland and yeah. six months in the south of France. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Wouldn't so, it be nice? Would, yeah. so six like, months you know, in Hawaii? I get six months in Hawaii, Tim. You know what I mean, James? If <laughs> I can do six months there and six yeah. months here, yeah. wouldn't it be nice? Coming from coming yeah, from the north side of Cork, you take that. You know what I mean? I'll do six months in Cork and six in Kerry. You know what I mean? But look, it's nice in Cork at the moment, we're having beautiful yeah. sunshine yeah. like but when yeah. you're six months sunshine Hawaii you come home to soak and wait yeah. Yeah. fucking parklands oh, believe me yeah, you're yeah, playing yeah. after Hawaii after yeah. an hour I don't worry I'll be here for the six months in the summer yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah. if we got six days of summer now yeah, we'll be yeah, laughing yeah. but um, oh. before we let you go I just wanted to get your opinion on Cork GA yeah. and the state of it at the moment like we're not in a good place um, what do you think has gone wrong or yeah that's the million dollar question isn't it James mm. you know what I mean um, look for me it could be a few things like you know um, growing when I was growing up Cork were in Munster finals all Ireland finals mm. you know we were winning all Ireland finals 99 you know if we weren't winning them we were competing in them yeah. either losing them or we were making semi-finals Definitely. not only were we doing it in senior level we were doing it under 21. We were doing it on a minor. So for me, the winning mentality was there. Yeah. Whether we have lost that over the years, you know, with Cork teams not no, not making it into a minor. So I know mm. last, um, was it this year or last year they won the minor? That's right. So first time since I won it mm. in 2000 and, um, 2001. 2001. You know, I lost one in 2002. One 20 one two, years ago. 20 mm. years, you know what I mean? So mm. uh, it's a long time yeah. for a Cork it's minor a team, time. you know, yeah. yourself like, mm -hmm. and the perception out there in Cork is that we are winners, which, yeah. you know, when I was growing up, that's all I heard. Mm. We are winners. We win all Ireland's. We play in all Ireland's. And that's the mentality I had. Whether, you know, the kids growing up have kind of like, the, the winning wasn't there and they've just progressed on. You know, yeah. or else whether you can blame the, you can blame the board, you can blame the individual yeah. manager. We're not here to do that. No. We just what we're here to do really is is is, is maybe find a solution. Yeah, find uh, that little yeah. je ne sais quoi that yeah. will just give them that little yeah. urge, like that yeah. heart that we had yeah. back in the day with, with 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 Sean Og and yeah. Jordine and 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 uh, Donald O'Sullivan and yourself yeah. and all the other lads in the court team. Yeah. That, like, I love that. Yeah. I love the Roy Keane mentality. Get out there and get stuck in. Yeah. You know, because that's, uh, to me, that's the best player on the field. Yeah. Is the leader for like, catching them all. Boys, this is how it's done. Yeah. You know, I, and, uh, are we lacking that? I yeah. think, I think I, I spoke to a GA player off the record yeah. when I went in. Yeah. And um, they were telling me about the, the like they had to bring their own equipment to the gym that they yeah. were in off a GA club they had to bring their own dumbbells and their own gym mats then they're lining out against Dublin or Kerry where there's they're like royalty in their counties in Dublin like, they it doesn't matter needs, how much yeah. heart you have yeah. Yeah. if you're being if, if you're like like an amateur an extra yeah. professional I don't know yeah. it's a figure of speech yeah. but you know like there's no way them fucking Dublin players the Kerry players are bringing their own dumbbells yeah. and, and yoga mats to the gym they're, they have the best of everything and rightly so I think a lot of it is from the top as well, you know? 100%. Yeah, but, look, there could be underage structure, you know, yeah. whether you've neglected that. You know, there could be a million, million reasons why. Mm. Exactly. You know, at the end of the day, yeah. 
Like we're Cork people. We mm. just want to see Cork do well. And it's sad. Yeah. It's, it's sad. Like it's we sad. haven't won in all Ireland so long yeah. now. You know, it's, you know, the whole end of football. You know, yeah, exactly. and for the proud county we are, and you know the the, the esteem that we hold the yeah. GA and that. You know, I feel it's, it's coming though. Yeah. I feel it's coming. Stanter's coming back in. Yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. That that's you know when I when I watch GA and I watch yeah. my own. All you want is Cork to win. Yeah, you course. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you know, when I, I talk to Sean Og every weekend when I'm in Hawaii or when I was in Australia, you know, he goes, Oh geez, Cork, you know, they lost or mm-hmm. you know, this and that. But you know, and yeah, everyone in Cork wants to see him win. I know and even I mean? go out there and give everything that they yeah. have. And you know what? Yeah. The players now they're probably giving it their all. Yeah, they're that's doing the thing. everything they there's, can. There's like, nobody who's going out there or giving no. half hours attempts. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah, exactly. Something, something else is going wrong. Yeah, exactly. And like it's a, be a tragedy for Patrick Horgan not to get a big honor yeah. in his career because yeah. he's such a talent. You know what I mean? Oh, he's yeah. a generational yeah. talent. You know, and obviously yeah. he's in the north side as well. Like yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but look, I think the whole is on the up and yeah. And I suppose there's 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 probably a whole squad of fellas. They're talented. You know, I suppose they just need to, yeah. you know, that extra little bit of a push from whoever mm-hmm. else, you know, and I'm sure yep. that they will come good. Definitely. And I'd say the longer stuff goes on like that, then it becomes a psychological yeah. thing as well. Like, are we going to get across the finish line? Well, one thing I know I've learned in my time in sport is, or a, a matter of fact, you, anything you do in life, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, it's either a form of insanity mm-hmm. or you're never going to change. You have to do something that you have never done before in order to get a result. Different results, yeah. So if you find you're doing something over and over again, change it up. Mm -hmm. You know, you never know. You know what I mean? But all I know is that if you keep doing the same thing again, you're going to go nowhere. Mm. That's good advice to finish up on. Beautiful one. Lovely talking. Not a bad kid. Thank you, kid. See everybody next week. How was that, all right? 